Welcome to the Axial Spondyloarthritis Podcast, hosted by me, Jason Sacco. I'm a longtime spondy looking to bring the community closer to give the community a voice. I'll be reaching out to organizations, doctors, nutritionists, and anyone that I think can help increase our spondy quality of life. Enjoy and learn what is available to make your life better. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Axial Spondyloarthritis Podcast. This week's episode, we're going to talk about things you wish you could have told yourself when you were younger, maybe before you had your AS diagnosis, that might have helped out as you've moved into having the diagnosis. But first, I wanted to talk a little bit about a change I made to the website spondypodcast.com. Please go out, check it out, look around, and I've put up a new page on there, a subpage called Support the Show. And I did something different. Instead of asking you, I mean, if you still want to do through buy me a coffee or any of that, that's fantastic and so appreciated. But I wanted to make it even easier. So what I did is if you go to support the show, there's a link, the first link that says support the show. You can click on that link. It'll take you right to Amazon.com. Any shopping you do, it's no adjustment, no effect to what you would pay for the products you would buy, but a small percentage I think it's like one and a half percent of any purchases you make for a certain period of time would get directed back to the show. You don't even have to do anything different. Just go to the support the show page, follow the link, and you're boom, you're right on Amazon.com. You can support the show, and man, I would appreciate it. There's some issues coming up with the creating the book, and so that's going to take some extra funds, and I'm hoping that by something you're doing every day, which is shopping at Amazon, you can turn around and easily help support the show. And with that, on to today's show. In addition to the show and my own website, I moderate a few pages on Facebook. And I also, there's one particular, well, there's several pages, but there's one page that I like to go to and read what's being written. And that page is ankylosingspondylitis.net. If you're not going out to that page yet, I would highly encourage you to go to ankylosingspondylitis.net and axialspondarthritis.net. Both of those are run by the same company, have slightly different writers, some overlap in writers, but what you see is articles that are written by people like us dealing with axial spondarthritis. And so one of the past guests on the show was Lisa Marie Basil. And I like to read what Lisa writes because it's usually very thought-provoking, interesting. You can go down a rabbit hole with it. And her article from last week was called Advice for My Younger Self. So I started reading that article. And it's interesting to listen how she says, you know, with her diagnosis and how she came upon that she had ankylosing spondylitis and how what's that's led to up to her life and the things that she wished she would have told a younger self, which I'll get into in a moment. She makes a mention about ankylosing spondylitis wasn't exactly very well known around 2009. She says there's these days there is much more awareness. And she said, third, when AS did come up, it was thought that it was mostly a man's disease. Well, think about this. I was diagnosed in 1984. There was not even an internet. So you couldn't meet anybody unless you were lucky enough in your rheumatologist office to encounter another person. I didn't meet my first person with AS until 12 years after I was diagnosed. So now for you, if you have a new diagnosis, why I bring this up is because there is so much support for you. It's amazing all the resources just on Facebook in the various ankylosing spondylitis page, axial spondylarthritis. There's just a numerous pages that there's so much support for you. So what I'm trying to get at is don't let this get 
to be a point where it overwhelms you. Talk about it. Your family may not be open to or understand about listening to you at this point yet. It's new for them too. They have to digest and understand what it is. Jump in. Talk to us. You know, if your brother has it, if your sister has it, and you're not sure where to go or how to help them, talk to us. There's thousands of people in all these forums that all either have AS or are dealing with family members or significant others that have AS. So there's just a wealth of information available to you. But what does Lisa go on to say what her normal or what her younger self would have said? She says, know that the feeling out of control is normal. She said, you're not alone if you feel like you don't have all the answers. You're not alone if you don't understand what tomorrow will look like. You'll have questions about prognosis, medication, what this may mean for your job or family or social life. And those answers might not reveal themselves on your timeline, but they will reveal themselves. You have to understand that your timeline is going to change. You're going to discover new things about yourself, things that you never thought you could do, never thought you could overcome. And in many ways, you'll become a much more stronger and resilient person than you ever imagined you could be. But there's going to be a lot of heartache, mental anguish, you know, everything that goes along with it as you build up to that point. It's not easy, but it will hopefully eventually happen for you. Another thing, she says, write down all your questions. Do your own research. Again, much easier to do now than in the past. And I did an article on, you know, what to ask your rheumatologist. I see people come on all the time saying, what do I ask? I don't know what to say. Just tell them how you're feeling. Tell them what you're experiencing. It's very good to keep a journal, as Lisa indicates, because with that journal, you are able to, you know, not just answer how you've been feeling the last couple days or the last week, but how you've been feeling the last few months, years, however long it might be. And you can use that journal as you go along to, you know, if you have a certain symptom or feeling, look it up. There's a, you know, so much information that you can find just by doing internet searches and using resources like PubMed, you know, the Mayo Clinic, the Spondylitis Association of America. All of those have tremendous amounts of resources so that you can even create documents so that when you go in, you can say, Doc, I've been feeling this, I've been feeling this, I've been feeling this, these three things, and here's what I found based upon PubMed, Mayo Clinic, Spondylitis Association, whatever, and help the doctor help you get the diagnosis. You don't want to go 10, 12, 15 years to get a diagnosis. She also says, don't become obsessed with the internet or what other people say. Well, it's like, Jason, didn't you just tell me to become obsessed with what, you know, is going on with my body and to do research? And yes, I did, but not obsessed. Find out what's going on. Understand the most important thing that you can understand as you delve into your journey with AS is your journey is not my journey. And even though we may all end up in about the same place, the process of getting to that place is different for all of us. You may not have any issues with your eyes, but you may have tons of issues with your knees, feet, hips, or it might all be in your back and ribs. It it can be all over and it could be very narrow focused, but your journey is your journey. And that's why you want to write down your symptoms, write down your questions, write down your experiences, write down your research, but then don't uh, hyper-focus on what one person's doing for their treatment. You know, they might have great luck with some type of a particular eating style. doesn't mean you're going to have that luck with it, and that doesn't mean that if it doesn't work for you, 
that it's a time to become all depressed because you think you failed at finding the magic bullet to cure AS. No, it just means that didn't work for you and it's time to try something different. It's really as simple as that. It did not work. Move on. Try the next thing. If that doesn't work, move on. You don't want to focus on it. You don't want to say, oh, it failed me or I failed it. You didn't fail anything. It just didn't work. End of story. Move on and go to the next item that your doctor and you think is going to possibly provide you the best or the most amount of relief. Don't worry if somebody else or even a bunch of other people say that product that didn't work for you worked great for them. Don't worry. Doesn't work for you. Move on. That's where you can become obsessed and focus on the stuff that really doesn't matter for you. Keep your routines, she says, where possible. She goes on to say, when I was diagnosed, I thought my life is over. I entered a period of mourning, which distracted me from my everyday life. I thought everything has changed, and that thought kept me from enjoying my life. Well, things did change. New ways of eating and exercise, for example. It was important that I didn't hide from the world. I kept my routine sacred. I continued dancing and swimming. I continued my creative pursuits. I made sure to embrace the things that stabilized me, the things I identified with. Because with AS being so unpredictable, I needed something rock solid. And she couldn't have said it any better. Again, we all have a different journey. Some people have AS, endure excruciating amounts of pain, but still don't want to give up running or CrossFit or weightlifting, whatever it may be. And that is great. If you can continue to do it and not cause yourself ridiculous amounts of extra pain, do it. Do it until your body says you can no longer do it. You'll know when that is. If you like to dance, if you like to swim, if you are into cooking, whatever your hobby is, whatever your career is, keep going as best you can. Don't all of a sudden with a diagnosis think that you have to change everything that you did to something completely new. Now, you may modify some things, and that's fantastic, and I would encourage you to consider modification of things, but it doesn't mean that your life is over by any means. I see people post all this that I was diagnosed with AS and my life is over. Well, no, your life's not over. That's one thing I wish I could tell a younger self of me. I used to like to run. I ran cross country. I was relatively in shape. You know, I, I liked to hike. I enjoyed the outdoors, hunting, fishing, all of those things. All those things are very difficult for me to do now. At the, They're impossible for me to do at the level I did before. They're just very difficult for me to do now that I walk with a cane. I've got leg neuropathy. Uh, going out in the woods for me is extremely challenging. So there is no walking out in the woods for me. There is no really hiking. doesn't mean my life is over. I developed something new. I thought, I'll start a podcast. I couldn't find a podcast that was an active ankylosing spondylitis podcast when I started this. So I did one myself. You might find that you liked doing something and or you want to try something new. Don't let this disease control you. You have AS. AS doesn't have you. With that, the other things I really wish I knew when I was a kid and was diagnosed that would have been told to me is exercise, exercise, and exercise. That doesn't mean running marathons. It doesn't mean being a complete gym fanatic. It means walking, stretching, light running if you can, constant swimming, 
yoga. There's a great page called Yoga for AS, and I've had the two gentlemen on that started that. Those things are all fantastic. If you're a young person, if you were recently diagnosed and you're not a young person, if you're, you know, middle age or even in advanced age, look up Yoga for AS. Get moving, even if it's just deciding in your mind that I'm going to get up off the couch and walk four laps around my house, inside the house, I should say, back and forth four times. That's a start. Maybe next week it's five. Maybe six months from now, you're walking around your block a few times. And just keep building, keep moving. I want you here a long time. I want you as a listener for a long time. I want to hear from you. And the only way we're all going to stay at this is to continue to exercise and move, even when your body doesn't want to do it. You don't have to go overboard, but force it to do just a little something. Keep active. Keep going. I want you here for a long time. I love hearing from everybody. It's fantastic. So tell me, what would you have told a younger you before or during your AS diagnosis? What do you wish you could have changed? I'd love to hear from you on spondypodcast.com. Use the contact me. Shoot me a message and tell me what would you have changed? I'd like to get uh, responses from a few of you and I'll read them in next week's show as we talk about something different. But again, thank you for listening. Everybody have a wonderful week.